Shalom, and welcome to Israel Today. This is Rabbi Roger coming to you from Israel. I've been walking with the Lord for nearly 38 years, and something that I never understood was the 39 lashings that Jesus took. I was originally told that there were so many on his back and so many on his front. I was also told because he was a blasphemer, he was not worthy of the full 40. So where did they get the information? I never found it in the Bible, did you? Why would people want to give information about something without making sure that it is correct first? Well, I hope what I have for you today will settle it with you like it did with me. In 2 Corinthians 11.24, Paul states, Five times at the hands of the Jews I received 40 lashes minus one. The question to ask, why did he say 40 minus one and why not just 39? Good question. Well, in Deuteronomy 25.3, it states, 40 lashes may be given, but no more. Or else, if many lashes are added to these many blows, your brother will be degraded in your sight. In other words, it could possibly kill him. Twice in Josephus's book of Antiquities, he uses a very similar phrase to that of Paul's. Let him be punished by receiving 40 stripes, save one. According to the Mishnah, the commentary for the Talmud, or written version of the Oral Law, they state the following. Frequently, a man was scourged according to his ability to bear the punishment. That he cannot bear 40 stripes should receive only 18 and yet be considered as having suffered the whole punishment. They also thought it right to stop under 40, lest the person who counted should be a mistake and the criminal get more than 40 stripes, which would be injustice, as the law required only 40. Some rabbis believe that the 40 minus 1 was more symbolic than true. The rabbis required that a doctor examine and evaluate a person's physical condition before lashes were inflicted. And if the doctor determined that the criminal could not stand the large number of whippings, the amount was reduced. So how were the lashings inflicted on a person? Again, according to the Mishnah, the two hands of the criminal are bound to a post. Then the servant of the synagogue either pulls or tears off his clothes till he leaves his breast and shoulders bare. A stone or block is placed behind him on which the servant stands. He holds his hands, a scourge made of leather, divided into four tails. He who scourges lays one third on the criminal's breast, another third on his right shoulder, and another on his left. The man who receives the punishment is neither sitting nor standing, but all the while stooping, and the man smites with all his strength with one hand. The severity of the punishment depends on the nature of the scourge and the strength of the executioner. Does this sound familiar? Let's remember the night the Jewish people were in Egypt for their first Passover meal, and they had to put the blood on the right and left doorpost, plus the top. Who was in the house? It was a lamb slain for that house, and its blood was on the doorpost. This is very symbolic of the beatings Jesus took in the extreme price he paid for our sins. This is Rabbi Roger coming to you from Israel. Thank you so much for listening. Lahitra, it's goodbye or see you again.